Welcome to ServiceNow Tech Bytes, bringing you an inside look at our products. I'm your host, Steve Miller. Today we'll be talking about skills management with product manager Manjeet Singh. We'll be talking about automatically assessing your people's skills and proficiency and using it to guide work assignments and training and to show the real value of your training efforts. Stay tuned. Today, we have a familiar voice with us in the studio. Welcome back, Manjeet. Thanks for having me, Steve. Um, it's always uh, you know, fun to come back and talk about some of the new things that I'm working on. So a few months ago, you came in and talked with us about the coaching app. And now you've got another app here, Skills Management, that uh, is also very people-oriented. Yeah. So if you look at once, so we are done with the coaching, it's already out. Uh, so skill management is a natural extension to that. Uh, we have a skill table in the platform that we built a couple of years ago. Uh, and now we are making more investment in this area to really empower managers and individuals to do the skill management in a more proactive and efficient way. Well, I know not everybody out there is familiar with you. So before we start talking about skills management, maybe you can you can tell us a little bit about yourself. Like, what do you do here at ServiceNow and what have you been up to lately? Yeah, so uh, I'm a product manager in ITSM uh, and some of the products that I work on, uh, they fall under this intelligent optimization type capabilities. So I worked on creating continual improvement. Uh, we did a podcast on that, benchmarks, coaching, uh, and now skills. And if you see, there is a theme here around improving services, processes, and people. So that's the you know exciting part to me and uh, how we can continually give capabilities for our customers so that they can continue to improve and get most value out of our platform. Well, that's a really good suite of products and growing every time you come back and talk with us. Exactly, yeah. And how about when you're not at work? Uh, what sort of things do you like to do? Are you still the fitness enthusiast, I remember? Yes. Um, so to me, I like to have variety in my workout routine. So more recently, I'm involved in kickboxing and uh, jiu-jitsu. So that's a one way for me to stay consistent throughout the year uh, by bringing variety because it's, uh, then you don't, don't get bored. So I would say uh, that's the latest trouble I'm getting myself into. <laughs> oh, and are you uh, bringing the kids in on the boxing too? Yeah, so my son, five-year-old son, uh, we box together in our garage uh, quite often. Well, I hope he goes easy on you. <laughs> okay, well, let me ask you about skills management then. For people who aren't familiar with it, could you give us a, a quick intro? What is skills management and what's it valuable for? Mm -hmm. Okay. So let's make sure we all are on the same page is uh, first is what is skill? So skill is an ability to do something uh, and that ability either come from practice, come from training or come from an experience. As an example, you know, you and I are talking, so we are, you know, the language is one example of skill. Or, for example, the podcast. Uh, you know, you are expert in podcasting, which is a very creative skill because, you know, you want to have this fun conversation and uh, at the same time, we are able to deliver value to the customers. So now skills can be divided into two high-level categories, hard skills, for example, you know, the language is a hard skill, uh, or in, on technical side, Java or a JavaScript is an example of hard skill. Uh, and then we have a soft skill category, which is uh, more around, you know, the uh, 
having empathy for the users or management style and leadership skills. So those are more falls into the soft side of skills. Um, and the skill management is this practice of understanding what skill as an individual I have, as a team that uh, your group has, or in at an organization level, what skills do we have? And then what skills do we need for whatever business or task that your company is doing and understanding the gap between the two. Okay. So the skills management is understanding that gap and filling that gap. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Well, quite a challenge. So could you tell us what sort of problems do organizations face in trying to manage skills in this way? And what kind of solutions does the new skills app have for that? Yeah. So first thing is uh, skill management is really hard. Uh, and there are few regions. So if I uh, list down a few of them, number one is uh, most companies don't have information on what skills that their people have. Uh, so skill management really helps in bringing all the skill information into one skill database. And the second is even if the companies who do have the skill, that skill information is scattered across multiple systems like in your resume or maybe in a you know, LinkedIn profile. And uh, so there's no centralized way to for a manager to look at, hey, these are the skills that my company have. And so I can do the gap analysis. Especially in a context like assigning personnel to tasks and things like that. Yeah, that's yeah. the uh, that's the most important use case, because to me, the at least in the ServiceNow platform context, uh, we want to bring skill closer to where people are working. So which means that uh, once you have a list of tasks coming in, how you can identify the right resource so you can resolve that you know, incident or, or a case as quickly as possible instead of you know, just uh, getting into this reassignment and takes five loops before you find the right people. Hey, maybe this was a level three ticket and we have been kind of bouncing between level one and two, which, which, and those teams don't have the skills. Okay. Any other problems that companies face? The skill gap analysis is a big one because uh, some of the customers that we speak with, uh, that they are already using the skill table. Uh, the problem there is uh, that how do you show the ROI from this one? Because every company has this initiative of coaching and training people uh, to develop uh, their employees or their support agents. But the big challenge there is uh, if I'm, let's say, spending uh, 500 or uh, K or a million dollar to train you know, our support team, how can we quantify that after the training, people have improved, they acquired these many skills or their skill level went up? Uh, so that's another challenge. And skill, the good news is the skill management enhancement that we are making, uh, it will make all these challenges that I mentioned uh, very easy to manage, have the full visibility, transparency, both from the individual employee standpoint and for the manager standpoint. Well, at the beginning of all of the skills management, you need to gain some kind of idea of the skills that the employees have, the profile of skills across your enterprise. How does the new app help do that? So the first place to start with, I would say, is uh, understanding how do you want to organize your skills. And the, the problem the, there is uh, that you need to have some sort of standardized taxonomy uh, so you can organize because you don't want to have it like a single table with 2000 skills and it becomes very, very difficult to organize them, to reports on and to get the insights out of that. 
Um, so once you know how to organize those skills in the taxonomy, so which is basically enhancement that we have made, there is an industry known framework. It's called SFIA. It's a skill for information age. And they the recommendation there is you can have three level of hierarchy. Let's say high level skill is software development. That's a category. And the subcategory is web development, which is under software development. And then maybe Java is a skill. So now you know that uh, if at any given time, I have to see how many web development people I have, I'll just go into that category and can quickly get the uh, uh, who has what skills. And then it comes down to skill level, which is, you know, add more complexity because in a given team, some people are expert uh, on, on a given skill. Some people are beginners. And the challenge here is, uh, at least for the tech companies, this information is always on the change. It's a very dynamic. People are getting trained. So their skills are changing every month, every week, or new people are coming, people are leaving. Yeah. So skill management is hard if once we feed in the skill level information. So which means that you need a simple way to define how you should organize your skill, different skill type. Hey, this is a beginners is level one, intermediate is level two, advanced is level three. Um, we can talk about some of the recommendations later on, but uh, this is the way to go about what is my, uh, how, will, how will I organize my skills? What will be the levels? And how to assign those skills to people uh, and look at the reports uh, from the skill gap analysis. Okay. Well, how does all that information get into the system? It sounds like it would be an enormous task to do that manually. How does the app help? Yeah. So it is, it is an enormous task. Um, if you are doing everything manually because it's not scalable and that's the reason uh, uh, many companies are still not able to adopt uh, a digital skill management in their digital transformation journey. So we have put all the hard work to make it really easy for our customer to automate the process of detecting the skills. Um, so right now, the current approach is using business rules. So when a new task comes in, uh, we can look at, hey, if, if a case comes in from, let's say, France, right? So we know that maybe, a, uh, you know, that someone who has a French language understanding or that that skill is needed. And then we are also experimenting with machine learning models. Uh, and the goal is to totally automate the skill extraction, the skill association with the tasks, skill association with the people. And so that you don't have to worry about uh, as these things are changing, as people are going through training or coaching. Okay. Well, that, that sounds like an ambitious goal of getting the system to do all that, to evaluate both the skills and the proficiency level automatically. How, how does the system manage all that? Um, so I think it's an ambitious goal, but then we have made a significant progress uh, in the upcoming release. So if you break this whole skill management into three parts, then you know the problem becomes simpler to visualize and, and work on. So part number one is uh, that if you are a new customer starting out today and you have zero skill in, in your table, looking at your historical data, how can we extract that your team has these skills because you know team member works on uh, solving different types of problems so we know that those team member has those skills so we look at those uh, cluster of skills bring that into the skill table uh, and maybe in the beginning managers can review them to make sure you know if any refinement is needed and then that we can apply the same logic in assigning skill or identifying that task A should go to Manjeet or task B should go to, uh, let's say, Steve Yu. Um, so it's basically when the incident comes in, we can look at the short description, 
and we can look at the uh, what skill is needed. So it becomes a kind of a classification or similarity type of problem. And the good news is uh, we already have those models built in our platform and we will be leveraging them and making it fully automated. Okay, good. That sounds like a streamlining the huge obstacle to getting started with all of this. Exactly. Yeah. And, and one important thing I'll mention is here is uh, using skill management within the ServiceNow platform uh, is an excellent way to use bring skill at where people are working. Uh, compared to, let's say, if you're using any third-party product and skills stays, let's say, in your HR system, uh, and if those systems are not synced, uh, then, then yeah, it's it's it. Maybe you have the up-to-date skill inventory, but it 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 will not be of the actual use. Yeah, yeah, it's too too far apart from the people who need the information. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, well, let's look at some real-world scenarios then. Would you have some uh, some use cases you could tell us about? We have many interesting use cases from all the different personas. So maybe we can start from the use cases as an individual, like you and me as an employee. For our own career development, uh, I want to know that, hey, uh, I'm at level X, and if my ambition next year is to get promoted to you know level X plus one, and now if I know what are the net new skill required for X plus one, so I can work on a plan to you know, get those skills and get promoted. So it's kind of taking your career development in your own hand as an employee. And the only way to make this happen is if you have the skill management in place. Um, and so typically each user would have the authorization to see his own yeah, so it's part of profile. your it's part of your profile. Yeah. yeah, so you go under let's say my profile. I'll see what skills I have. I can you know update them, uh, uh, so on and so forth. Now let's look at from the manager standpoint, who is responsible for managing the team. Uh, and manager has many different goals. And manager wants to reward people who are consistently doing good, and people let's say who are on the uh, uh, on the lower side of the performance. Manager wants to identify. Uh, those gaps and work on a plan to coach and train them uh, so so that you can reduce the gap between the high performer and the low performer in the group. And we can look at the use cases from, the, let's say, if you're an HR manager. So, hey, who should be, be hiring, uh, you know, this quarter or next quarter? Uh, we can go all the way up to MNA type of activities, merger and acquisitions, right? So you can say, hey, we want to build product in this space, but let's look at if in our organizations, do we have those skills or not? If not, then what can we acquire? Yeah, maybe it's cheaper to acquire them than train them in. Yeah, because then making those kind of decisions based on the actual skill data, uh, I think you're much more confident than going by your gut feel that, hey, we think we have those skills and uh, you cannot really certify uh, that uh, uh, if people <laughs> really have them, have them or not. Yeah. Okay, so that's the that's the team manager. Uh, I'm thinking, how about a project manager or somebody who is uh, um, selecting staff for an effort? Yeah, good point. Yeah, so that's uh, another uh, use case from the uh, our PPM, project management story, where when you get a new project and if that project requirement is, let's say, skill Java and then maybe other development skills. Uh, and as a project manager, you want to see, okay, do we have that skill and if those people are available or not? So there you're looking at more of a, you know, the, list of team members or uh, group of people. Um, Does it do that automatically? So for example, if you have a particular project task mm -hmm. that requires a certain skill, can you say, go out and find me all the people who might be available who have that skill? 
yeah we already have that integration mm-hmm. between skills and uh, and our product management module okay yeah. okay um and then i'm thinking maybe uh, at, at even a higher level somebody who's in a more senior management level looking at the overall skill profile of the company or of an organization within the company that's same thing there it gives him a perspective he wouldn't otherwise have right yeah so it is useful for every persona um i would put it this way because yeah you, we we looked at the you know the CIO or those example of project manager people manager uh, individual employees uh, so yeah i think it's uh, when you when you start thinking about the, even in the individual applications like incident problem change as a process owners right you want to find out what skills that uh, that we team have and how we can improve that process Okay, well, it sounds like the product is already pretty capable, but uh, I know you've got plans in mind for uh, for future enhancement. What have you got for the near future? So, uh, yeah, so very near future, if I quickly list down uh, some of the enhancements are, so we have the skill taxonomy capability uh, so that it's easier for you to organize skill in this layered hierarchy. Uh, then we have uh, skill level definitions uh, because that was a big pain earlier if for the same skill if you want to define a new level you had to create a duplicate copy and which means that if you have let's say 500 skill and if you want to define five levels then you'll have like 2500 skills uh, and become say you know the management nightmare so you don't have to do that so now you had a column to the table that's the proficiency level yeah uh so we are making this application domain separation so that a lot of our customers uh, who have domain separation uh, uh, enable they will be able to use it across all their domains other thing is uh, we are working on uh, providing a content library for skills because that's uh, uh, for new customers who don't have any skill so we are coming up with hey what are the maybe so top 100 or 200 skill for itsm or our csm customers or maybe one particular in the industry so customers can install those content pack it's just like pa content packs and get list of skills that that we have collected from different sources and the knowledge and the, the goal is we will continue to refine those and the other part is uh, our long term goal is to make skill omnipresent across all our use cases uh which means that as an employee you should be able to see it under your profile as a manager wherever you are working like a manager workspace that you should be able to see it in there and then the automated skill based task assignment that part is fully automated um uh, in the upcoming release where the task comes in it will automatically identify what skill is needed it will identify who is the right person available to work on and it will consider all the different factors because uh we have this advanced work routing engine capability that we already released um i think i believe in london that can look into if you have multiple teams uh, and multiple different queues so it can see depending on their shift schedule or depending on who is on uh, a vacation and who is available to take and if that person has the right skill and the right skill level so multiple layers but then all those complexities now hidden behind the actual user experience so i am an agent all the tickets that i will get in my queue they are relevant to what skills i have so the likelihood for me to resolve most of them is uh, yeah it's is very high mm-hmm. matches his skills and his availability mm-hmm. all, also yeah. all that those, those yeah. kind of things yeah okay anything else for farther down the road 
further down the road is uh, good thing is uh, skill management is is freely available to our customers okay let me clarify it so it is free if you are already an ITSM CSM or and if you have any of the service now subscription you you can use skill management uh, and we want to integrate it in all the different persona and different experience for example field service management right so when you have to dispatch people for the field services you want to send the right people because there the cost of sending a wrong person is even higher you know you send somebody 50 miles and then say hey, I, i don't know how to resolve it yeah so integration we talked about ppm uh, we talked about hr use case where as a hiring managers and then we are also uh, looking into the how we can make this skill extraction and association fully automated uh, using machine learning based models uh, and uh, the some of the early testing that we are doing uh, it's uh, the results are very encouraging so yeah i'm hopeful that uh, we'll be able to simplify it further and uh, reduce 99% of the manual thing that you have to do today for your skill management related efforts. Well, it sounds like that feature really helps people get started. And so thinking about people getting started, what would you say to somebody just looking to get started with skills? So first is I think uh, understanding the value that you get it. And you may argue that hey, the ongoing maintenance and governance is uh, is a big challenge and we tried it in past and it didn't work and uh, you can question the ROI. So my recommendation there is uh, first understand that once you put in the initial effort the long term ROI will be basically exponential in the sense that once you have done up to date inventory you can use it into all the different use cases that we talked about and then uh, you can start using our content packs that i mentioned because then you don't have to worry about that hey it's what skills uh, we call because the thing here is a skill you can categorize at a very broad level so you can say hey software development is a skill but you can also be more granular saying software development is a category because that's the best way to organize it uh, and the individual skill is maybe under you know html skills java skills css skills and um, so i would say the thinking about how you would organize and the best ways uh, you leverage our content pack and you start small maybe with you know one or two team and then ultimately increase everyone in the organization to uh, start using skills and these integrations that that i mentioned between uh, the field service management use case customer service management use case those integrations are there if you have those plugins you can read it some of the new contents that we will be putting out on these specific use cases so how to get started okay well once they've gotten started um any best practices tricks and tips that you can share um best practices i would say is this idea of uh, keeping the skill inventory up to date because if you have an outdated a year old skill inventory it may not be useful because your returns will start to diminish so the one best practice is uh, how you can leverage the automation that we are putting out uh, and not try to sweat and then make everybody do it manually and then uh, think about some of the new use cases where you can leverage this information because wherever there are people involved where there is work involved you want to leverage and the analytics uh, we we have a skill manager dashboard uh, where we have provided a skill metrics so you can just go and pick your team and you'll you can see in a nice metrics what all team member have what skills they have what are their skill levels and what are their gaps and i think that's the most powerful report from the skill management side uh, that was not possible to create before and then uh, that's already out there and you can tweak it as needed 
All right. Well, you mentioned uh, being sure to keep the uh, database up to date. Um, is that something that happens behind the scenes on a real-time basis, or is there a manual activity that's needed to keep it up to date? So the vision is no manual action required. But then the, are we there yet? Uh, not yet, right? So there are two-step process. One is that you can define the condition in business rule and then continue to populate. So that's, that, that you can do it today. Uh, but then in the, I would say, the short, medium to long-term uh, roadmap, we are working on this goal to f- automatically keep the, your database up to date. Anything else you'd like to, to add about the, about the app? Um, so I would say it's, uh, you know, uh, uh, leverage this great capability. Um, as I mentioned, it's uh, many use cases – it's available at no extra cost to you, um, and uh, uh, and you can have much more meaningful conversations, and you can use the skill and analytics that's out there to make better investment decisions. To look at the value that you have achieved, all your training and coaching dollars that you're spending, you can really track that. Hey, earlier we we had you know, this list of people, what this was. So you can kind of look at the historical trend that if you can take just one example, this person last year was at this skill level and it went through training ABC. Now this person at that skill level. Another interesting use case is uh, if you're using coaching module. So there you can define that as people finish this coaching or this, you know, assigned training, one person on a team, assign this skill automatically. Uh, So that's another good way to, uh, that you'll be able to do uh, in the upcoming release. Well, and finally, if somebody wants to get a little more information about skills, where would they look? So the, for the existing module, the product docs is just like any other apps is the way to go. But we have started to produce content all in different format. For example, in a, we are doing podcasts now. This is high level. Then we will have uh, more use case specific video content. Uh, that will be uh, producing for customer service management for ITSM. And I'll be doing a blog series in our community as well, uh, where we can have more two-way conversation with people and uh, see if what interesting ideas that they have. Okay. I was just going to ask if there's a community built up of uh, skills management users in the community. Yeah, no, that's definitely planned. And, and it is needed because I have this idea of, uh, can we crowdsource the built up of skill content packs? Let's say if you work in healthcare industry and, uh, you know, the, another person, another customer is from education, their skill database will be different. So on you know, the community, one idea is can we open up it so the customer can feel, hey, maybe, you know, from education, these are the common skills. Uh, and then we can take that information and pass on to other customers. It's basically helping each other. Okay, good. So it's been out there a little while. There's more than just the product documentation available. Yeah, that's right. Okay. Well, I just want to thank you very much for coming to join us. It's been really good hearing about your latest project. Thank you, Steve. Thank you. Please tell us what you think of this podcast. You can leave feedback or ask questions in the ServiceNow community. For more information on any ServiceNow topic, take a look at our product documentation, knowledge base, or ServiceNow support YouTube channel. Thanks for listening.